Some big names all but confirmed for the WWE Hall of Fame. Who are they, and why are they so damn controversial? Shayna Baszler shows up to Raw and turns into a freaking vampire. What do we think about this? I'm sure Brandon has something to say. A huge potential WrestleMania match rumored. A potentially phenomenal feud. Will booking find a way to ruin it? And why the hell am I so mad at Brandon for not picking up his phone an hour ago? All this and more on a Kenny For Your Thoughts podcast, episode 67. Kenny, it's Izzy the Prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and stacking them up like New Day pancakes. This is the biggest accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me. I speak to you for Christ's sake. What is going on, brother, brother? Why are you Kushida glasses? This is my tribute to the great Kushida. Wrestling Japan. You, you can't I'm even Kushida's... pronounce his name. You said Kushida. <laughs> I'm Kushida's... His name is Kushida. Kushida's number one fan. Kushida. Say it with me. Kushida. 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 I'm his number one fan, and that's why I'm wearing these shades Brandon, right now. I'm already getting shit from the chat. They're saying <laughs> things are falling all on me right now, but uh, <laughs> Hollis is saying, wait, this sounds like an E! News episode. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or not. Why is Brandon Brown naked right now? Find out on the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. <laughs> this is oh, fantastic. Brandon, thanks for the response. Brandon, you've gone, you've yeah. gone twice. I know I had to get it out of my system so that when we went live, I would seem like I'm awake and full of energy and ready to go. I think the I think, I think the I did best, good. No, no, because I think the best part about it was that Brandon, uh, he yawned. I, I'm gonna watch in the video version. Brandon leans forward, just yawns <laughs> right into the camera, and I'm like, Brandon, you're yawning, and he's like, Yeah, man, I was trying to hide it. I'm like, What <laughs> trying to hide it in was... plain sight? He literally on towards the camera how is that hiding it i tried to pretending you don't exist by the way so covering up (laughs) side of the screen that you're on and muting it every time you talk that's That's the best idea yeah people you you can just put your hand right over the screen there and i'll be gone on the video version stuff is like super so it's really funny they, they don't want you to talk (laughs) <laughs> it's silly they do enough. not talk. Okay, Brit. I wonder if I'm delayed, like out there. Like, do they see me delayed? Of course they or am do. Am I live? Whatever uh, I see, whatever I see, they see. <laughs> see. That's what they see. People are saying in the chat, you need a cloak of invisibility. <laughs> I can make can that happen. Wait, wait, with the I can, key? Yeah, I can make that happen. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> You've probably gained like a hundred subscribers already just from you doing that. Look at that. Don't worry about it. We're building the show. We're making me invisible. They're saying my mic is cutting out. What? What's going on? <laughs> okay. Maybe we should bring Brandon back. No, I bring like Brandon. being invisible. This is kind of nice. Actually. Here, here, he's back. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, Brandon. Damn. Yes, An sir. An hour ago, I called. I was trying, I mean, 
Let's talk about the episode the episode title right now. Welcome to Monday Bite Naw. <laughs> the <laughs> debut of Shayna Baszler biting the crap out of Becky Lynch's neck. I messaged you an hour ago because I was trying to get us blood capsules to put some production value into this thing, brother, brother. Uh, damn yet, it, man. And you don't respond. I, dude, I, I think I was in the shower when you called. Don't, don't tell our yeah. fans. Tell our fans that. <laughs> the last thing that was that shower an hour <laughs> i had i had to clean up i had to get cleaned up for the show why i was cleaning up being presentable visible we're taking you well, off this episode know, yeah i didn't know you're gonna just take me out edit me out so yeah that's why we missed out on the blood capsules man that would have been pretty neat wait did you get blood oh, capsules no oh, of course it. i didn't get blood if i had gotten blood oh. capsules if i had gotten blood capsules uh like come on i would have had blood capsules in but whatever. Yeah, you should have done the gimmick. It would have been good. You could have, like, bit me on the neck, see the camera sort of thing. Or we could have gimmicked it. The, chat, the chat's totally making fun of you by saying, thank you for being late, blah, 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 blah. That was actually me. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, I actually took us, took us to uh, 8.15 8, uh, as opposed to 8 o'clock for one. Um, just so that you get a couple more. So you're welcome. <laughs> Lamb up, <right? laughs> With that being said. It's all good. It was done on purpose. Let's bring our energy up. Wait. Brother. Yes, let's do it. Wait, it, I got a question. Was that angle too hot for TVPG? Shayna Baszler biting. Shayna biting. <laughs> Becky uh, Lynch's neck. Where do I start with that? Let's talk about it right away. I don't even know what to say. It's like, how do you, how do you have a Baszler debut and bite someone's neck? Is she a vampire? I, yeah. Dude, I right hope now. they just do like a like a it's like a Tyson thing, like it's just a Tyson. Like she's just a biter. As long as she doesn't say like stuff that Tyson would say in promo. <laughs> you ever heard Tyson <laughs> cut a promo on people? He's like, uh, I shouldn't even say the stuff that he says. I'll fuck you till you love me. <laughs> Tyson was mad. Oh, I eat your man. children. Bring me to our love. Like, go look up, dude. Some, uh, go look it up. Tyson promo that they he's. Man alive. Scary. All good. Yeah, I wish he had gotten to have like a little WWE run. That would have been nice. I mean, he was. Yeah, but like a little, a little run, like um, maybe like a run with a title or something, some angle. That would have been Are cool. You, I think it would have been like, awesome. Uh... Yeah, like that kind of thing. Yeah, give it like a whole year to like mess around, build a feud with somebody. I mean, who would he feud with? Be awesome. I, I don't understand. People are saying that my mic horrible. Testing, oh, your testing. mic or my mic? My mic. Oh, Jesus! They're saying they're saying Kenny Magee. Get out there. Uh, you know what it was? You got to get that radio announcer voice going, man. You got to hear the smooth sound. Yeah. Breaking news. Testing one oh one two three. I don't know. I don't know what everyone's talking about. It sounds fine on my end. Oh no, that's crazy. That's all good. You know, you know what? It's they're hating on the podcast. That's all it is. <laughs> Maybe they just want you to think there's a technical difficulty. Right? They want to distract that way, me. Yeah, yeah. They wanna, they're, they're like the fans. They're like the fans that come to indie wrestling shows. They're trying to put themselves <laughs> over in the chat. They're trying to put themselves over in the chat right now and take away from the from the beauty, giving them an. 
Super Dragon. <laughs> Super <laughs> Dragon. Best man that ever. Guy's ass down. That guy down. Brandon, we're back into Shayna Baszler. I don't know, man. Like, did she do that? Did she to be, um, <laughs> like, could she just come in and Becky Lynch's ass? But you know what? Like everybody does that. So maybe the bite like gave that little extra something. Like, oh, what the hell? Look at the end. Of talking about. Yeah. So is it like? Is it a bad thing? If at the end of the day, about her, you know what they say. No, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So even, <laughs> so even if my mic's cutting off, you're still, you're still watching us right now. You're still listening to us. Still want to know what I have to say. That's right. Yeah, no, I like I, I'm thinking about because I mean you already had uh, Ruby Riot come back and she just sort of came back and beat right. up somebody. So it's like, yeah, you gotta spice it up a little bit, you know? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. We'll see where it goes. I don't I don't think it's gonna be like a vampire gimmick. I don't think they're gonna go like AEW on right. us yet. But right. we'll see how it goes. No, I mean it it's all right. I think I know why I think I know why people are saying my mic is cutting out, so I, th- I think I fixed it, but we'll uh We'll run it back later, brother, brother. We'll make sure. But Brandon, as you were saying, so... Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, uh, before we go on to uh, Shannon Faison, I do want to say congrats to Simone Johnson. 18 years old, signing with WWE to be possibly the fourth generation superstar. Nuts, first ever. Right. That's insane. Uh, Dude, fourth generation. I mean, we're, we're fans of The Rock, too. So, I mean... Simone Johnson signed. That's a huge deal. That's a huge deal for WWE. Fourth generation superstar. Her father is The Rock. The freaking Rock. You have uh, Rocky Johnson is her grandfather, and her great fa- grandfather is the High Chief Peter Maivia. That that's some big shoes to fill. That's and not great. only that, it's like I think the coolest thing was like they had Charlotte on WWE backstage, and Charlotte literally was like, you know, they were asking advice you would give Simone Johnson, and they basically. Uh, she was saying, you know, almost don't take advice from your dad for the first year. Take advice from everybody else. And that was cool advice because it was like, you know, she was talking about how Ric Flair obviously is biased towards his daughter and, mm-hmm. and thinking like, you know, uh, is going to basically think that The Rock's going to think she's the best thing ever. And, and actually, there's a part of me that thinks The Rock is probably going to be hard on her. He seems like that <laughs> kind of dad, like that would probably right. be like, be like, oh, you need to do this better. That's as opposed like to tough love. Yeah, right. As opposed to like Ric Flair, who would probably be like, you're the greatest thing going. Woo! You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're a Flair, damn it. Woo! 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 That's what Flair would do. You know? Imagine having Ric Flair as a father. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Man? I've been up uh, all night. Uh, and you have to get to school. Like, like, come on. Imagine oh, man. It'd be intense, man. But yeah, no, this is this is pretty cool, man. I, I hope it I hope it pans out. That'll be really cool. I mean, we got some third generation cats in there right now. And so Yeah, it, I, isn't it funny? Like, because you, you gotta remember that the Rock, you know, and hopefully I'm right on this. I think the Rock was the first third generation superstar in the business. Wow. So it's kind of cool that like his daughter follows in his footsteps and is the the a fort gener- the first fort generation and it's kind of like this just makes me feel like i'm getting old because i was there <laughs> like, i was there for like the you know first third generation and now it's like yeah. the, fourth, the first fourth generation and i i have no generation in the wrestling business my dad didn't wrestle 
Come on, this is this sucks, man. You know, if I, I I wanted to be the first fifth generation superstar in the wrestling business, you know, who would have been your father? If if, if it, my yeah, father if were, it were a wrestler, I kind of, wrestler, I have yeah. to translate for you people out there because Brandon doesn't think before you ask the question. Who, who, who would be your father? Um, who, <laughs> yeah. I understand. I, mean, what you, I speak Brandon. Yeah, you I speak I Brandon. I, I, know I think what you they mean. knew what I meant, right? <laughs> The chat knew. Who would be my my father? You you tell me, Brandon. Who would be my father? <laughs> the big boss man. Huh? The big boss man. Yeah, you all you all missed that completely. <laughs> like before we came on air, uh, I was literally, I was literally singing the big boss man song on Instagram for about ten minutes. So anybody who's watching on Instagram, poor poor guys, I was sitting there. If you ever take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia, like you know, just getting into it, and I sang like the whole thing too. And yeah, guys, we have Jamie Mazowskis on the chat right now. And if you, uh, so tickets have gone on sale, just so you all know, for Mania Crawl 7 here in Tampa. I am so looking forward to that event. It is a pub crawl before WrestleMania. Obviously, details will follow in terms of what bars we're going to, that sort of thing. But if you're going to be in town for WrestleMania, I will see you. Brandon will see you at Mania Crawl. So come, oh, talk, come talk to us. Yes, it is oh, official. Shit. It is official. Come see us at Mania Crawl with Jamie. Have a pint or two with us. Okay? We owe him another pint. But don't be using the large name in vain while you drink. <laughs> no, none of that. <laughs> this is crazy, man. Wait, are we going to do it proper? Are we, go, are we also going to the, uh, the other establishments, or are we just going to keep it? No, we'll do, well, 100%. Th- this year, we'll show up to all of them, because last year, we were because we were with a big group, I think we showed up a little bit late. Uh, you know, Jamie's looking for us. He's like, where are you guys? You know, But Jamie literally said, I, li- I literally love you because I advertised his stuff. So yes, uh, go to Instagram, go to um, Mania Crawl, you know, at Instagram at, you know, Mania Crawl. Follow the link there. Go ahead and buy your tickets for Mania Crawl 7. Get wasted before awesome. the show. Fall nah, asleep like I me. Wouldn't know. I would good. not say get wasted before the show so because you can do that anywhere. Mania Crawl is an experience with wrestling fans where we join up together. We talk about wrestling. We have fun. There's costumes. There's things like that. So no, Brandon, it's not just about getting wasted. It's about the experience of getting that's wasted also, yeah, a big part before of it, yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta feel good. Yeah. But yeah, man. So yeah, I did I did want to throw throw that that little tidbit out there about Simone. Of course the uh pub yeah. crawl. Well, that the, sounds I was fantastic. gonna say I was oh, yeah. gonna say uh so Simone I mean the rock is like your favorite superstar, so it makes sense that you want to talk about Simone Johnson. <laughs> right. Brother brother. Brother brother. Now I'm gonna go on YouTube and watch some. Uh, wait, 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 wait! Videos. Fernando's asking Ken, "Are you going to yeah. take your daughter?" I'm not taking my daughter to to Mania Crawl. Why not? Why would what I take her to Mania Crawl? Who's she gonna be? She what be am I gonna be the Miz, and she's gonna be the Miz's yes! daughter? Oh hell yeah! Let's do it. <laughs> this is fantastic. Welcome to the most must see wrestling podcast <laughs> in history. Welcome to Kenny for your thoughts. Yes. No, but yeah, before I cut you off, what, what was this thing about the Hall of Fame I think you are going to talk about? You want to get into the Hall of Fame. Wait, so, just okay. for a second. Yeah, because I don't know what, what's going on with of this. Of course, if you want to. Now, I did a separate video. If you want to hear me announce this and hear my voice go, Join, joining the WWE Hall of Fame this year, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, hear that E! News voice, as everyone called it. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually doing some separate videos on our YouTube, youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. And I am... 
you know, trying some new things. I want to see if people like them. I mean, they have hundreds of views, so it, it they they're doing well. So thank you gotta all help for, the for watching that. Yeah, it's got we got to help the algorithm, <laughs> brother, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. You can go on YouTube, you can watch our podcast, but we got to work the algorithm, that big bad algorithm that our body slam to the floor, get our subscribers up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've now made it a I made it a point to do a Hogan impression. I've done a Flair impression. I've done a, a Hogan impression. Is there yeah. anybody else that I need to do? <laughs> There's one that I'm going to do later on when we announce it, but let's talk about uh, the Hall of Fame. I got okay, it Okay, yeah. So, the WWE Hall of Fame, uh, this year, inducted, or hold on, let me start over. Brandon, you got me flustered. All right, let's, let's the newest, <laughs> The newest inductees into the WWE Hall of Fame this year, and I'm going to change the order just for Brandon's sake, First is Jushin Thunder Liger, a man who has never really had a WWE run. He fought Tyler Breeze in August 2015 at NXT TakeOver. He's what? technically fought in the WWF in 1990 at a co-branded show with New Japan and, and the WWF, but that's I don't count that because it was a co-branded show in Japan. Uh, so huge news, he just retired this year. I mean, Brandon, do you know anything about Jushin Thunder Liger whatsoever? <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he has a really cool outfit, super mask, cool outfit. and uh, yeah, I think he beat up Tyler Breeze, which is all he knows about Jushin fantastic. Thunder Liger. When I think Japanese wrestling, I think Jushin Thunder Liger. I'll tell you that right now because Jushin Thunder Liger is a legend in the wrestling business. Um, I I think it shows you the amount of respect that he has in the business. If the WWE is willing to induct him. Uh, despite him have, having never been in the WWF. I, um, now, that being said, let's bring us to the one that I'm excited to tell Brandon. Okay. The second confirmation, all but official, I should say, uh, WrestleVotes on Twitter is the one that mentioned this. Uh, it is all but confirmed that the Bella Twins are going into what? The, Holy shit. Into yes. the WWE Hall of Fame this Sweet, year. sweet vindication, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Suck it, haters. That's right. This the is best why... female, probably stable in the business. The Bella Twins. This is why before Beauty we went on air and run. All right. Before... I just let you guys know. Sorry. Anyway, before we went on air, Brandon was uh, gonna go spoil who was uh, announced for the WWE Hall of Fame, and I said, "Do not spoil it because I want to see what your reaction is on air." And sure enough, that was like, it's exactly what I thought would happen, that Brandon would say, take that haters, the Bella Twins are in the WWE Hall of Fame. Brandon, how do you feel about the Bella Twins going into the WWE Hall of Fame before people like, I don't know, Victoria, Molly Holly, you know, countless other women, amazing wrestlers. Look, she didn't, I mean, they're not going in before Tori Wilson last year. Jamie, <laughs> speaking of Jamie Mazowskis of, right. uh, of Mania Crawl, Holy crap, he gave Brandon Brandon shit for that last year. Hey, Tori was legit, all right? And look, those other women should be in the Hall of Fame as well. But, I mean, look, you can't deny the Bella Twins. I mean, you're talking about that whole era, really, of, Wait, of Brandon, wrestling. I'm just going to transition you out of this podcast right now so that yeah. no one can hear you. Brandon keeps, Brandon, it, it, you know what's funny? Because Brandon's got those Scotty glasses on right now. So every time I transition him in and out, it looks really funny because he fades in like he's beaming in. Beam me in. Beam me up, Scotty. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> Captain Picard, I'm sure. 
but yeah, aside, I mean, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. You, yeah, that like whole era of wrestling. I guess you, you know you want to call it the PG era, the diva. Like they they were like the quintessential like divas. I, right. You know what I mean? Like and, and, and let's let's talk. You know, because I don't think another other podcasts are going to give them enough credit. So let's do it on this podcast, right. the best damn wrestling podcast in the history of the business, brother, brother. Oh yeah. Um, the Bella Twins are a lot better than anybody's ever going to give them credit for. Um, the Bella Twins, like you said, were the cornerstones of that the women's division during that time period. Uh, yeah. The main thing is they are the biggest crossovers in terms of the women uh, in WWE history. Even Trish Stratus, Lita, whatever, they're not, they didn't have the, the mainstream success that the Bella Twins are having. A little-known right. fact, I mean, obviously now, you know, they have Total Divas and Total Bellas. But I don't know if a lot of people realize this. Uh, when Nikki and Brie had left the WWE the first time, um, when they had left the first time, they had actually gone to E and they had penciled in a deal to be on E. So Total Divas was supposed to be Total Bellas, essentially. And it was supposed to just be about their lives. But they ended up going back to the WWE. That's when E started working with, um, you know, the WWE and saying, all right, let's bring on more Divas at the time, of course, called right. Divas. Um, let's bring them all on. So, and then they have their spinoff show now. So, I mean, put it, put it that way. They were having this deal, you know, circa 2012 or so. They were supposed to have this done. Right. That's crazy. No, no other women have done that. No. So I, I, nobody can really hate on the Bella Twins that much. Like, right. were they the best in-ring workers? No. I'm no. never going to say Brie Bella and Nikki Bella were the best in-ring workers. I mean, but, Brie, but they Brie, worked Brie, at it over I mean, years. Brie almost killed improved. Liv Morgan. Yeah. She almost killed Liv Morgan when she came back. No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, I mean, like, to me, like, that was a rough period. Like, honestly, that was a rough period that they were in. And yeah. they still were able to shine in that period. So you got to give them credit, man. That's right. No, I absolutely do, man. I, I it's it was cool too, just watching like them evolve, you know, over the years. Like from where they started, like you saw them like working, putting in the work, and you know how their characters like sort of grew together, and then how they sort of branched off and became their own sort of people. But it still worked, you know. I liked I liked how they came in. If anyone doesn't remember, like it was a circa two thousand eight when Brie Bella came in and she was getting pins on on people. She was like working her way up the ranks, and then all of a sudden. Like, you would see her switch with someone, and they, they were like, what? Because remember, again, it was only Brie Bella that was in the WWE at first. And then slowly but surely, I forgot who it was, I want to say Beth Phoenix and Italian or something, pulled out both Bellas from underneath the ring. So that whole twin magic thing started off with people not knowing, or quote-unquote not knowing, that Nikki was her twin. Yeah. And that's when they became the Bella Twins, you know? Which we saw them in FCW, remember? We used to go watch them oh, in yeah, FCW before... Uh, in 2007 or so and, and it was very obvious they were beautiful it was they they had athleticism like it was very obvious they were going to go far in the business even back then oh, yeah. you know further than jake hager uh, but anyway <laughs> wow wow hey put some respect on jake hager's name all right respect well, the thing we well, he, the people he's too yeah, busy right. kissing jericho's ass uh, <laughs> dude, he's, they, a, he's a part of the stable he's got to do it dusted Rhodes. Hit a hit a fire promo, call it out, <laughs> Jake Hager, basically for doing nothing and wasting up all of AEW's money. Great so stuff. That was Great good. Though. Yeah, that stuff. was good. It was amazing. I loved it. I loved every second of it. AEW Dynamite was fire. I think. I feel like you know, not, we're not going to talk about the entire show, but I feel like AEW Dynamite is starting to hit their hit their stride. So they uh, 
it's it's very obvious like talent's getting used to like getting confidence they're getting used to being on tv every week and they're finally realizing like what they have to do with the time constraint that they have um so do i think it was like the most amazing show no there there've been better shows but is it the is it the first show where i feel like it really gelled all together a lot better yes and a little tidbit i liked uh was when all the tag teams came out it was uh you know pretty much every tag team you can think of dark order scu uh jurassic express young bucks hit the ring well the young bucks uh hit the ring and jr says oh look it's the bucks of youth (laughs) to refresh everybody's memory that's what matt hardy used to call them right the bucks of youth and so yeah yeah, so let's get of hardy Yeah. yeah what's going on with with the hardy man there's rumors that he's done that he's, he's done, done with yeah. wwe i mean think of think about this man this i i don't know like and maybe it's because i'm a matt hardy fan but i felt like this was like disrespectful like you have matt hardy come out and talk about edge oh that was a good segment though i still it like was the good, segment but yeah. it's like it's like they had i mean granted it's all squash don't get me wrong hmm. it's all squash but it's like in kayfabe this is a guy who's still well in real life technically but in kayfabe especially you know, Matt Hardy had his girlfriend stolen from Edge and all of this, and they had a whole feud. And then you have Matt Hardy come out and, like, basically say, like, yeah, Edge is the man and, and this and that, and I'm here to defend him. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I accepted it. I don't know if I accepted it. Especially, oh, like, if this, was, if this was his swan song from the WWE, like, he came out to talk about right. Edge. Like, that was his swan song from the WWE. Like, to me, like, I guess it's, you know what it is? It's like Matt Hardy's a legend in the business to me. And it's like, so he deserves to go out in his own shield. That I guess that's my thing. Like, if this was, like, just some guy whose contract was running out, <coughs> the Revival, um, <laughs> like, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> I think the Revival is going to be new. They'll, they'll stick around. So, so basically, they're going to say, uh, <laughs> wait, are you, are you staying? And they're like, say yeah! <laughs> no, yeah, like, I mean... You didn't see that coming? Right. I, you know, I, I, still, I still really dug that segment with, uh, with Hardy and Orton. Um, even if, you know, th- that was the last we see of Hardy in WWE, I still think that, that was still a cool way to go out, you know. Especially if he ends up, you know, at AEW and he's involved with the Dark Order and somehow or something like that. Like, that'll be insane. Yeah. And he, yeah, I mean, he's still well, got plenty the left chat, in the tank. The chat's pointing out, says, well, if Jeff didn't get injured, he'd still be in a tag team. And that's true. But to me, it was already the wrong move when they had them come back as the old school Hardy Boys. Like, you know, because I'm like, the last thing I want to see is like, you know, it just, with all due respect to Matt and Jeff Hardy, I don't want to see them in the tight shirts and the baggy pants because to me, that was a sign of their youth they've moved yeah. past that you know what i mean like like it'd be like to me like randy orton coming out with the hey nothing you can say like it's like that's the back out it, like, <laughs> it would be nice for a little bit but then it was like we've moved past that he's the viper he's the he's not the you know the pretty boy anymore that's kind of what i was getting at like we don't people don't go completely batshit crazy when when jeff hardy takes off his shirt anymore he's a 40 year old man we don't need to go batshit crazy. I still go crazy for Jeff Hardy taking his shirt off, but I don't know about you, but, you know, I'm just kidding. Guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is but, Jeff going to be all right? What are they going to do with Jeff? Who knows? He'll probably, and that's, hopefully he comes back and he has a singles run and, you know, we can have like another WWE title reign, but I don't see right. it. I don't see it. I don't think they trust Jeff Hardy. You know what I mean? In that sense, hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to Matt Hardy, you know? Yeah. You know, people are saying in the chat, Christopher Daniels is the exalted one. You heard it here first, folks. Well, Matt Hardy had tweeted out goodbye. Literally just said goodbye, dot. 
So Matt Hardy, but just so you know, Matt Hardy is synonymous with working the crowd. And whether he's in a good state or a bad state, because when he was in his worst state, I don't know if anyone remembers this, he tweeted out a suicide note. Oh, damn. He literally tweeted out a suicide note, and then authorities showed up at his house because fans thought he was going to kill himself. But he's trying to work everybody, but he's just messed up in the head. Even when he's right, which he's obviously been sober for many, many years now, he still works the fans. He'll always work people. I mean, they were talking about Ring of Honor and goodbye. They were at an airport the day of WrestleMania, and they were flying back home or something. And obviously, he showed up at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? So Matt Hardy's always working. That being said, he said goodbye. Evil Uno tweeted, you say goodbye, and I say hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Obviously, a Beatles song, but... Um, yeah, so it was just, I like that little bit of teasing because it was like teasing without having, you know, <laughs> to fill out, I would say Matt Hardy is a coming to AEW kind of thing. Right. I don't think, to me though, with that tweet, I don't think it's going to be Matt Hardy. I want it to be mm-hmm. Matt Hardy. I would love if he was like, yeah, I am the exalted one. Oh. You know, that whole thing. Evil, one of evil. You know, it said evil Uno. What would you call right. Luna? One of evil and then Stu Grayson, you know. <laughs> I think the best, the best is he called uh, Michael Hayes the Wolf of Beard. I don't know why, but he's like, Wolf of Beard! <laughs> like, Wolf of Beer. Sorry, that's what it is. Wolf of Beer. <laughs> uh, great. I, I can't wait to hear some Matt Hardy, uh, or Matt broken Matt Hardy broken nicknames Rally, again. Yeah. We'll see, yeah. Hopefully Brown, he's broken Matt. Brown of Brandon. Brown <laughs> Brandon, uh, but yeah. Uh, also, well, the the storyline uh, in general, dude. I hope they bring Christian back. You know, before media so WWE, and have an angle. Actually, yeah. speaking of vampires, WWE. <laughs> WWE. So, so I don't know if it's coincidental, right? Shayna Baszler bites the crap out of Becky Lynch's neck. All right, Gangrel was a guest host or a guest trainer at the WWE PC, and then uh-huh. news coming out this week. That that Christian, uh, the 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 trademark Christian was filed for by WWE again, as well actually as the uh-huh. Texas Rattlesnake. Oh damn! So, so you could have both shows. So up I'm here. just saying, look, we might get the brood again. Not really. Nice. But I'm just saying it's coincidental. You know, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if with Shane as the leader, Shane Baszler is going to be the leader of the new brood. The brood. <laughs> oh, you ready? Ready? <laughs> <laughs> dude that yeah that would be I remember back in one. the day the people ah oh, themers back in the day they would go you know if you reverse uh you reverse <laughs> gangrel's theme it says hairy butt <laughs> did you guys do that did, don't reverse that, that gangrel that? song and it does sound like it. it's like hairy butt 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 uh, but it's like no. what, what what is that supposed to mean does it mean something <laughs> does that mean something like yeah, yeah some sort of weird subliminal man you damn themers out there, shave your ass. Alright? Stop There's with a the hairy butts. Yeah, right. they were getting butt faced during the training. <laughs> they were trying they were crying out to like look, help us. But damn man. Yeah. So exactly. This this is this is cool. This is gonna be definitely a cool angle. Uh if they get Christian involved somehow, I think they should I think they even will. even if you just meet him up with Orton and have one break so his head I'm in. I'm crossing my fingers yeah. that he's cleared. Because how cool would it be for Christian to also get like a little final run? Because, I mean, his career ended very abruptly as well. You know what I mean? His career was just done. I really hope Christian could get some closure. Just if if I could just get one Christian and Edge match again, 
sign Matt Hardy back for one contract for like one, match. <laughs> just one match. Give him all the money he wants. Yeah. Just give me Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys. You don't got to give me. You don't got to give me tables, ladders, and cheers. I'm not. I'm realistic. But those two, th- those two tag teams can kill it just one last time. I think it would be such a cool thing to see. Oh yes. Uh, oh, another cool thing that happened in wrestling, man. We yep. had freaking debut of uh thick boy bronson on AEW. it was crazy he came out at the end so you so, so now up. so now bronson reed and jeff cobb are the same yeah. person to you so now we have the he street profits at private party and now you think bronson reed <laughs> and jeff cobb are the same person the, the, yeah they're just the same guy right they, they're not the... he came out he came out he beat up moxley I was like, wait, isn't he on the other show? So I was like, oh, maybe it's, they're swerving us. I, I, I'm speechless, Brandon. I'm speechless. <laughs> Jeff Cobb has a great... So yes, the chat is just going off and F-bombs on you, Brandon. Oh, Mainly what? Fernando Velasquez, <laughs> a.k.a. Russell Marvel for 333, your biggest fan. My biggest fan. Right. And it, Brandon, you, you don't even talk about Impact Wrestling. Jordan Grace won the Knockouts Championship. Well, oh, look yeah. at that! Look yeah, at this, yeah. man. We Is got, even... yeah, we got like, new champ. Yeah. Hey, we got a new women's champ over at AEW. Go ahead, poor talk Riho. about it. Poor Riho. Talk about it. Let's, let's talk. Kids <laughs> get squashed here. All the but... transphobes came out as soon as as soon as she won. <laughs> yeah, and, there's a lot of people like, oh, I can't believe you have another band winning the women's oh, title, and I was like, what? So Come on, guys. Stupid, really? Man. It's like for all intents and purposes, like guys, it's a it's a fake sport. It's like just let them be, let her have this moment. Like honestly, I feel like yeah, the chat's really mad that you called Jeff Jeff Cobb Bronson Reed. By what? the way, they're really offended. Are they still hanging up on this? Yes, this absolutely. Jeff Cobb has got a hell of a future. I don't think the one thing I'll say about his debut is like it's the one AEW debut. I don't think there were any rumors of Jeff Cobb even remotely signing with AEW. Mm. even remotely and then all of a sudden he just shows up you know jericho is just like he'll be fighting you know santana this week and he'll be fighting jeff cobb next week he's like wait who jeff cobb holy crap and you know speaking of uh santana and he had a great promo on aew dynamite uh didn't realize because obviously they showed pictures Mm -hmm. i'm assuming mind you maybe i'm getting work but i'm assuming they're real of him, a younger Santana with his dad that was blind. Whoa. That's and weird. yeah, he said, you know, my dad uh, was at 14, was told he'd go blind by 2025. 20, and he goes, can you imagine being told at 14 that you're going to go blind? And then, you know, he's like, my dad, I guess his dad had passed away. He's like, my dad was taken from me. He was, I was robbed of my father, this, this, and this. And I was like, man, like this made that, this feud like right. WWE doesn't do this right. I'm going to be blunt. AEW gets this one right. You took something that was like, okay, Moxley got stabbed in the eye. And then, so he stabbed Santana in the eye an eye for an eye, like literally. Right. And it's like, okay, that was cool. Like, I like that. But then they took it to a next level and made it real personal, which is basically is like, I take offense that you, you, you know, you took away my eyesight when my, my damn father couldn't see. And, you know, it was a very emotional thing of, like, you're making me feel the pain that my father felt. 
man, like that really, like I, I, I teared up, man. And I know yeah. like, again, cause it's a real life thing. It's, it's stemming from now. I understand why he did it to Santana. Give AEW, like, honestly, give AEW credit for that because they could have had him just do it to anybody in the inner circle. They had him do it to Santana, who legitimately had a father that was blind, and, and Hollis is also confirming his father passed away a few days okay, after New Year's. Listen to yeah. that. A, a few days after New Year's? That's crazy. So he's channeling it from a real place. And that's yeah. awesome. No, that and, is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, they've been great, too. The, just Santana and Ortiz. Um, they're they're proud a lot, powerful, like, in that a stable. lot better yeah. than I thought oh, they'd yeah. be. Like, okay, not to yeah. say I love them as LAX, but, like, to me, they're adding layers to what yep. they are, you know? Like, I don't even think of LAX when I when I see them now. I think of Proud and Powerful. Like, they've branched right. out. That's one problem I didn't like when they were LAX because, to me, LAX is, like, Hernandez and, and Homicide. Like mm. you let them do their own thing. I'm really glad these two young young cats have their own name and their own image now. And yes, Hollis is saying my favorite tag team in AEW easily, easily yeah. the best tag team in, in AEW. I think overall they got the gimmick. They got enough like gimmicks going yeah. with their stuff it, combined with in ring work. Like freaking freaking Ortiz when he does the like <laughs> like the like ah like the little cat uh. thing. It's crazy when they do the suplexes, you know, where they they hand the the guy off for the suplex. Like, dude, that takes oh man, that takes some strength. Because they are the, they are proud and they are powerful, guys. That is not just a tagline. And that great moment where they uh the tribute to like Jericho, they hand him the, the gift basket and all the stuff, all the like <laughs> stuff. That was awesome. Like right. that was cool. I'd never seen Absolutely. that side of the characters. Vix before. and all that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like it, it could be just a little silly, but at the same time, you know, they, they can back it up in the ring. Yeah. Like that's the best thing is like they can do both, you know? Like you don't want a character that's all serious or all comedic. You know, Orange Cassidy. But no, Orange, <laughs> I love Orange Cassidy. So Orange don't, anyone take, don't, don't anyone take that seriously. They got to get Orange Cassidy in the Dark Order. They got to make it happen. You know, they, you know, it's sad. If he was a little bit more far along, and like if this were like year three of AEW, I would totally be okay with that. I would totally be okay if they took someone like an Orange Cassidy and gave him like that layer. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's a good thing about a new company is there's so much, you know, I, I think we're going to be talking about AEW more because there's so much more exciting things right now in AEW. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I, I really am. Um, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to be a hypocrite because there's something uh -huh. I do want to talk about the WWE end of things. Yes. Uh, but we, rumors coming out today of the Undertaker's possible WrestleMania opponent. Oh, so, oh, crap. So Undertaker is definitely going to be... I don't know that again. Mania? It's just or, rumors. Okay, it's rumors. rumors. Okay, I okay, think okay. it's from WrestleZone that uh, hit that. Let's do this. Drum roll, please. We might have the Phenom versus the Phenomenal one at WrestleMania. Oh. That is a feud. I, I don't know if you remember this, Brandon. Of course you don't. You don't listen to me at all. A couple years ago, it was like... Circa yeah. WrestleMania 32, I think I said the feud I really want to see is AJ Styles versus The Undertaker. And I and they better, I mean, it's obvious, tagline it, Phenom versus Phenomenal. Like, just it just writes itself, you know. You call yourself the Phenom, I'm the Phenomenal one. AJ Styles, you know. Yeah, I think like, their styles would complement each other too. Right? Like, and I could just match hear the promos, right? It, yeah. I could just hear him say, like, I took what you did. How coincidental. I took what you did, the Phenom, and I added to that and made it better than you ever did, you know. And, and I could just hear The Undertaker, like, saying, like, I don't know. What, what would Undertaker say? Go ahead, Brandon. You be Undertaker. 
I'm going to take your soul wow. down to hell. <laughs> AJ Styles, <laughs> you came from hell and I'm going to put you back there where you belong. But, I mean, you got two Southern boys, you know, in, like battling it out, two of the greatest of all time. The Undertaker and AJ Styles, I think it would give another layer to AJ Styles' character because AJ Styles hasn't really delved into that darkness in, in WWE. He did a little bit of that in, in TNA, you know, when he came out with the no one gimmick mm. and, you know, he was like the Sting, WCW Sting in TNA. I kind of want to see him delve back into that facing The Undertaker. I think that would be cool. <laughs> Slam Up Wrestling says everything is great in the world when Kenny does an AJ Styles impression. <laughs> so let's 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 keep track of this. Shopping ass. <laughs> Kmart shopping ass. Let's keep track. I've done Ric Flair. I've done Hulk Hogan, and I've done AJ Styles so AJ far. AJ Styles, fantastic. So, you know it's a good episode when I do impressions of wrestlers, right? <laughs> yeah, you gotta do you gotta do Cobb. Cobb's next. I, I have no idea what Jeff Cobb's <laughs> voice sounds like. All right, I'm just full disclosure right there. Probably like Thick Boys. Wow, probably like Thick Boys is what this man just said. But yeah, look, I'm just saying. All right, going back to well, going back to AJ Styles versus the Undertaker. I just think that would be a money feud. I think that would steal the show at WrestleMania. I honestly do. It, everybody's gonna give me shit, but the Undertaker's gonna train his ass off to be able to go with AJ Styles. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I'm gonna give him full credit because the Undertaker will take this match 100% seriously. Yeah. I can see this match being as good as Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. AJ Styles is that good. He can bring it out of the Undertaker. Here's, here's the thing. Undertaker's not a young man. He'll, AJ will work with his limitations and bump his ass off to make sure that you don't notice them. That's the credit I give to AJ Styles. So wait, uh, now AJ was hurt. Is he like he's going to be good to go though? Like by the time all said is done, I hoping. hope so. Yeah. I hope so, and and that could be the, the you know the what what hinders this this feud from happening. You know, yeah. Uh, but you know he could cut some promos. I mean, if he's injured, he can cut some promos and be like you know, call out the Undertaker, say things, and still have his arm in a in a sling. Right. But I, you know what sucks is like I'm so sure they probably were going to do AJ versus Edge for Super Showdown, but I don't know if that's going to happen now. Uh, uh, but you know, okay. it's all good. We'll save that for SummerSlam or something. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get it. We'll get a good feud out of Edge and uh, AJ Styles. I think that'll be another good. It's so weird. It's still so weird to say like dream scenarios of Edge wrestling people, but like I'm saying it in a present tense. Like I still yeah. don't believe that. I still do yep. not believe that that Edge is back. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of which, I um, yeah. I don't know if we I don't know if we talked about this or not, but uh, yeah, so Goldberg and the Fiend is happening at Super Showdown. Well, yeah, like, we talked legit. a little. We, we, oh, did okay, a, okay. we did a we did a little video if you remember a little extra video last right. week because we didn't talk about it last week's episode. We just did a separate video, um, on Goldberg versus the Fiend. I'm actually excited for this. I don't think it's going to be a long match. I think it's just going to be a hard hitting match. I'm excited to see where this goes. I just hope Goldberg does not win that title. That's the only <laughs> thing that I am scared of. Because right. I think the Fiend should go. I want to see the Fiend versus Roman. I'm kind of built oh, that in. Snap. I've kind of built that in my head at this point. And you know, I was on um, heels, pops, and chair shots last night. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and say the same thing I said there, which was, you know, uh, Roman Reigns had had basically said, "I want to face the Fiend." Of course, he wants to face the Fiend. Why would you want to face Goldberg? It, you know, and not no offense to Goldberg. Goldberg is a legend in the business, but Roman Reigns knows where the money is at. The Fiend is the guy people are tuning in to see at WrestleMania right now. You don't want to be in that marquee match? 
Wow, so you said fiend over over Goldberg for fiend over match Goldberg for just Roman. because he's more relevant right now. People uh, people know Goldberg and people love Goldberg. Don't get me wrong, but again, the fiend is the hottest thing in professional wrestling right now. Wouldn't you want to face him? Yeah, yeah, right. but it's still it's Goldberg though. It's Mania, so it's kind of like. <sighs> I I would rather see that at a Super Showdown. Like, don't get me wrong, I want to see Goldberg right. versus Roman Reigns. Battle of the Spears, you know what I mean? Like, it would, that would be a good, good, like, you know, man-on-man kind of macho right. kind of match. Macho match, yeah, yeah, that would be a good match where they spear each other, freak out, freak out, freak out. What's the count now? That's like, that nice way to slide out in there. That's pretty solid. I mean, it wasn't on purpose. Free mode. Here we go. Free mode. A so Bella we, in there, we, we got them all. I, I, I've always said this. If anyone doesn't know... What Brie mode is when she goes Brie mode and stuff, she's activating this like superpower. If you had watched uh, Total Divas, which I did at first, so I I was like right. Brandon, I watched Total Divas. Brie Bella, when she gets drunk, she goes. Nikki Bella says she goes into Brie mode. It's where she stumbles and fumbles and does this. So every time, every time some, <laughs> that she goes Brie mode, I'm like, what you can do? Get drunk. Like, what's about to happen right now? Like, I don't think of it as, like, her hulking up like everybody else does. Because I've seen that Total uh, Total Divas episode, I think a bit of her. It's like, it's like, it's like, remote. <laughs> she takes a couple locos, shots, right? Yeah, she chucks a full loco and just starts running everybody drunk. Oh, you man. Know? So, so that's, <laughs> I can't take remote. I've never been able to take that remote shit seriously. Especially at the beginning of her song. But it's all good. Speaking of getting drunk, Hangman Adam Page, yeah. I want his yes. gimmick. I want his gimmick. He just so drink beer the whole day of show. What is that? Literally, the show on the show, people in the crowd had bought twenty. Think about this: they bought twenty dollars beers and they're handing them. They're handing it to to Hangman Adam Page to drink. First of all. I don't know if I would trust that. Like somebody likes to drink. Date rape drug. Yeah. Like, right. like, come on now. Like, but in all seriousness, I said, I want to do that gimmick, but I want to do it with coffee because I am a coffee connoisseur. Oh, oh, yeah. So you fans of the podcast, just when you, when you come see me at Mania Crawl, just bring me coffee. <laughs> just hand me cups of coffee. And you, want, like, be so, good. you want like some cold brew, like bulletproof sort of type thing. What are you looking for here? Definitely, oh, definitely looking for the yeah, bulletproof. Bulletproof's good. How do you know what bulletproof is? Oh, you're talking about bulletproof, as in like the one they sell at uh, your job ski. Yeah, I yeah. got gotcha. you. I got gotcha you now. Yeah, we talked about that before we came on air. By the way, we we say uh, ski a lot. You now like, that's our thing, like job ski or bob ski. Or, you know. Yeah, broski. Okay, Hollis. Bruce-y. Hollis has heat with me because she's saying, "I uh-uh. think Matt Jackson, or is it Nick? Damn it, does the coffee thing per being the elite?" So. I don't uh, give a shit what the young folks do <laughs> in terms of coffee. I am the caffeinated one, okay? Oh, uh, I am the, caf- the exalted caffeinated one, all right? <laughs> you will bow down to me in my caffeinated power. Jack so and gimmicks. All right, because Fernando keeps saying it, the yeah. Alexa Bliss music video from Bowling for Soup, I did not like it as much. Well, hold on, I gotta see this. Yeah, well, I gotta Brandon, see this. can you wait for the end of the episode? Right, yeah, a, I'll, wait, a, I'll wait. Bowling for Soup did a song. Uh, it's nice. one of her favorite bands. Uh, did a did a music video for Alexa Bliss. I I think that's cool. I honestly think that's really cool. It's like you know your favorite band does. Yeah. Brandon, who who's your favorite band? It'd be like Pantera doing like a. Who's <laughs> yeah. your favorite band? 
That would be like Panther by Pantera. Right. I don't know. Dang, favorite band. Ah, oh, dude, yeah, you put me on the spot, man. Yeah. I get. Uh, yeah, I guess if it's like, yeah, if you're going like like a rock sort of metal thing, I guess maybe Megadeth. Probably. Megadeth. Be. I like it. Really, Megadeth of all the bands that you listen to, because I know you listen yes. to a lot of bands. I've heard, been in the car with you when you almost run us off the road listening to like all these other bands. <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I don't know. There was like there was like a point in time uh, when I was just like listening to a lot of Megadeth for some reason. I don't know. It just it was just hitting a nerve. And so I, was just, I, I yeah, just, so I just, I just find it. that really so interesting. I mean, uh, pretty cool. I, I'm trying to I've been trying to think of my favorite band this whole time, but uh, I don't really got I I don't really have it in my head right now. Uh, I, yeah. I'm put on the spot. I'm put on the spot. Let's talk about something else, and then we'll. Uh, We'll go ahead and uh, get back into this favorite songs, brother, brother. But yeah, Speaking so Bowling for Soup. Yeah, Bowling for Soup did a... That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Again, yeah, that, that's got to be awesome for your favorite band to do like a whole like tribute song to you. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the song myself, but uh, Bowling for Soup uh, has one of my favorite uh, covers ever, which is they covered Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. And, uh, oh, yeah. we, I actually did a project in high school where I used that that song. Maybe I'll post that on the YouTube ski so you can uh, embarrass. Nice. I can embarrass myself. It was a silent movie. <laughs> you want to look, 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 how, look how creative I am, right? This is called the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast, right? It's punny, right? Dang. So the whole thing. I'll tell the story. It's a little quick story. So we th- these two classmates had complained that I was always one writing the board, like writing the uh, the script for our projects and they wanted to do it. And I said, okay, do it. Like, I, I don't have an ego. Like, I really don't like, just go ahead and write it. I just thought you didn't want to do it. So, okay. So we come in the day the project is due and I'm like, what are we doing? Like, you know, let's do this thing. They're like, um, we didn't, uh, we didn't write anything. And I go, this is why I'm always <laughs> writing the shit because you don't fucking do it. Right. Like, no, like, like, I'm not trying to steal the spotlight, but like, fuck, it's, if it's a grade, let's do this thing. Yeah. So anyway, I uh, I go ahead and I'm, I'm talking about this thing was due in 15 minutes. So I pull out the, the storyboard and I pull out the script and I start writing and I'm looking. I'm like, what do I what do I make this out of? What do I do? And I'm like, I look at my pencil and I'm like, OK, our my friend Chris, he lost his pencil and it's like a Japanese style. Like, I got to fight him and get my pencil back. And it's like, it's it like the stupidest concept, but like, I'm like, we'll, we'll go with it. And I called it again, punny Kenny. I called it missing the point. Oh, look at this guy. Right. He's got puns for days. So, so yeah, I lost my pencil. So I, I called it, you know, missing the point. And it was actually a, a pretty funny thing. Our friend, uh, Brandon's going to laugh when I hear, when he hears the name, our friend Fresnel was in that. Yes. That was uh, kicking his ass. Uh, that's actually the person that introduced me to Brandon, by the way, yeah. just for the record. Uh, so if Very he avant garde, I will say. <laughs> if if He's he didn't introduce me to, to Brandon, uh, right now this is what the podcast would look like. Just to show you on the video version, uh, it would be just me on the podcast right here, yeah. talking talking uh, to myself, talking to myself. But still, so thank you, Fennel, for making me deal with much, this piece of yeah. shit right here. It's more like the same <laughs> when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it is like talking to myself, but Brandon, as we start wrapping this thing up, is, is yeah. there anything else that we want to talk about? I feel uh, like we, we were very quick on this episode. I feel like there were yeah. there's other things that we're, we're supposed to talk about, and I 
I feel like we'll go off air and be like, damn it. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll probably think of something. Oh, freaking A. Uh, freaking John Cena is coming back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, John the Cena. true winner of the Royal Rumble <laughs> is coming John back. He wasn't in the Royal Rumble. All right. What are you talking about? You just didn't see him, but he was there. You, you can't really... see the man. He's covered to claim his victory, all right? Why is it? Why is in it? In Boston. Ugh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But John Cena's back. This is big. This is big things. Big deal. I'm excited. I'm excited about this. You see, guys, I want to I want to prove something to you. Do you see that when I just stop talking a little bit and let Brandon <laughs> run the show a little bit? It's like there's just this awkward pause. There's this, this awkward pause. Brandon has no idea what to talk about. <laughs> so, yeah, he just asked me, you know, if there's something that, you know, we need to bring up that. I, I definitely wanted to get that in there before we wrapped up. John Cena. Exciting times, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited uh, for John Cena to come back because, like, to me, like, oh, there's so much possibilities for WrestleMania. Like, yeah. like could he be the one facing The Fiend? And then it becomes like, oh, that's a good feud because, remember, The Fiend is all about people who have wronged him in the past and John Cena obviously holds a victory um, on him uh, at WrestleMania 30, which we were there. Brandon didn't see because Brandon was asleep, <laughs> but Brandon claimed that that was the match that he was looking forward to the most. I was, was John Cena. Yeah. And yet, uh, yeah. And yet Brandon still fell asleep at WrestleMania 30. Tell them why Brandon, tell them yeah. why the, the, the supposed you know, reason. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I ate some bad steak. Brandon and I was really, yeah, really feeling sick when we got through the event. And I think that's why I was a little out of it. But I did really want to see that match. I was excited about it. So that's right. So anyway, Brandon and I ate the same steak again. We we shared a like a two person steak, and yet Brandon claims that for some reason he was the one with food poisoning. But that's okay. Now Brandon. Yes. <laughs> It I want to know how the hell. I want to know how the hell the Nightmare Collective is done, but the Butcher and the Blade are still around. Tell hey, me that right now, please. Someone right? explain look, to hey, me. Hey, look, if we had to sacrifice a stable, I'm okay with Collective going under because I, I, I'm still excited about the Butcher, the Bunny, and the Blade. Brandon, we can hear every every bit of you moving around right now with that microphone. It's like... Grr, 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 grr. Oh, dear Lord. There we go. Maybe that's better. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still excited for that stable. They still got plenty to offer. We'll see where it goes. I also want to see more uh, Penelope and uh, Kip Sabian. Yeah. So we'll see how yeah, that yeah. ends up. I, I'm, I'm loving that feud with uh, with them and uh, Joey Janela. No. Again, yeah. give AEW credit. That is stemming from a real-life situation. You know, Joey Janela really did date Penelope Ford. We all That's how we got introduced to Penelope Ford in that sense. She was the bad girl of, uh, you know, and then, of course, Joey Janela is the bad boy. Uh, I, I like now that they call her, like, the super bad girl, you know, to, to kind of, like, go off of Kip Sabian's gimmick. Um, but, yeah. Remember, you know what's crazy? We saw, remember we saw her at All In and we were just like, that's the first time we saw Damn. Penelope Ford. 
Go listen to crappy episode one if you want to hear us talk about Penelope Ford. It, and it's the crappiest episode you'll ever hear in your life because we're recording on iPhones. Brandon's audio is lost. It's the worst thing you'll ever hear. You'll be really surprised that we've come this far. So episode one, we go into uh, we go into it about Penelope Ford and how we think she's a future star in the business, man. But it's like I feel like she's taking kind of a back seat in AEW. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they have uh, someone like her. And they're not utilizing her. I want to see her in the women's division. I really do, because she was hanging. She was hanging like with hang, no pun intended. Hangman, Hangman, Adam Page, and stuff right. at All In. It was great. It was great. I think she stole the show in that match. Agreed, man. Definitely right. agreed. But before we go off air, let let's see. Let let I, let's see if I got an inspirational quote for you. All right, this, one, this one's from C.S. Lewis, and it says, "You are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream." Okay, that is true, because if you have things you want to accomplish in your life, it is always it is always better to say I tried and I failed than to say what if what if I had tried Do not let yourselves get to your deathbed and not having tried things telling you. All right. So that is my my inspirational quote for you, Brandon. And speaking of inspirational quotes, if you like this episode, you're listening in audio land or you're watching us on the video version live right now. Be sure to hit that thumbs up button on YouTube right now. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening to us in Audio Land. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Oh, yeah. And set reminders. Set reminders. Set your notifications on. That way you can be the first to know when our episodes are going to be live. Because as you know, sometimes we're live at 8 o'clock. Sometimes Brandon's at a strip club till 2 a.m. And sometimes we're on at 3 o'clock in the morning. You know, whenever whenever we're on, you will get notified. Okay? <laughs> Brandon has a quote from, from a quote he wants to say. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, oh, well, not necessarily a quote, but, you know, it is uh, Black History Month. So I think we should take a second to uh, recognize and remember the great Robert Mugabe of Zimbabwe. I really uh, thought you were going to get into the Harriet Tubman uh, debit card that you had ta- we were talking about before we went on air, uh, which I guess I'll hold this up to the camera for context because this is not something I plan to talk about. Uh, but this is this is uh, what Brandon and I were talking about before we went on air. It is a Harriet Tubman debit card because we were wondering why Harriet Tubman and yeah. uh, Wakanda Forever were, were trending, <laughs> and uh, that What's was why. Going on, and, and yes, Fernando says he wants an episode, uh, one episode without racist Brandon. So I agree with that. <laughs> on that note, wait, wait, I got one question go before we go. go yeah, are, are they putting Harriet Tubman on the twenty dollar bill? Are, are we replacing know. one of our presidents? We'll have are to we see. Replacing Jackson. Guys, right. I, I always want to remind you this because he always does this by the end of the episode. I, I do want to remind you of uh, Brandon's views and how they reflect on us. Hello. The opinions expressed by Brandon Brown during this podcast are his alone. They do not necessarily reflect the opinions and views of the Kenny Free Thoughts podcast. To anyone I may have offended, my humblest apologies. So yes, guys, I apologize for anything Brandon may have said that offended you, okay? <laughs> With that being said... I don't think... I didn't say anything offensive. You were actually pretty tame this episode, yeah. so... Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you for that. Uh, and you stayed awake the whole episode, so I appreciate that. That's right. See, but, the yawning helped. 
the yawning helped. It put air back yawn. into yeah, his right lungs. Before, yeah, <laughs> right before we go on air, just get it all out. Right, good. exactly. But guys, again, thank you for listening or watching, for that matter, episode 67 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. You all have a good night.